When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you, morning. We always get like this on Fridays. It's the Donna and Steve experience with DJ Rock Lobster. <laughs> there it is. All right, now we got to start with this with uh, DJ Rock Lobster. He, I learned yeah. something about Rocco yesterday. Uh-oh. And no, and it's good. But, but I learned this. You are a really, you're a very thorough person. Okay. You Sometimes. are. He's a uh, follower through, like on a craft thing. Yeah. <laughs> I would just like do a stripe of spray paint and be like, whatever, we're going to. Yeah, we don't care. It. It's going to be crushed. He would hate to be with you or me on a school project. Yeah. Because he would end up doing all of the work, like a science experiment. Yeah. But he's more enthusiastic about it than we. He is. He took our. Tonight, we will be smashing an old, beat up vehicle that can't run anymore. It's called a Pontiac Fiero. He, uh, I love then, that you say it's called. Like nobody's ever heard of one. Before. I've never heard not. of it. I had never heard of this vehicle before. I, I, You've I think never I've lived seen in it. New Jersey. This is the truth of it. Uh, to which we then have affectionately named Guy Fier, in honor of Guy Fier. So it is the Guy Fiero in honor of Guy Fieri. Fieri. What we think we're going to do, um, I'll go out one of these commercial breaks, take a picture of it, okay. or maybe a video, and uh, like do an Insta story with it, and, and mention Guy Fiero, and see if we can get him to That'd donate nice. to Make-A-Wish. Oh, Wouldn't that be I cool? I love it. Um, yes. He just signed a mega deal Yes, and with he's Food very, Network. He's a really, really charitable guy. Very philanthropic. Oh, I like yes, this he idea. Is. But so what we did is we turned this, uh, this uh, and again, it's called, uh, I want to describe it correctly, uh, Pontiac Fiero, and... We have spiky hair on it now? Yes. We took yellow popsicle. I mean, when I say we, I'll say I. Just, no, no, use the royal <laughs> we. We like that. Please okay. do. Uh, yeah, I took, uh, we took pop- yellow popsicle sticks and made his spiky hair along the top. Okay. It's beautiful. <laughs> and then you drew out some outlines of some flames, and then I painted them in orange and yellow. Donna still to, hasn't entered the conversation yet. Keep going. To sort of, um, you know, celebrate his uh, loud shirts with the flames on it yeah 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 and then on the windshield i painted sunglasses and a goatee and within that goatee there's like a bright yellow soul patch okay wait here was donna my you tell your part of the Here's story my contribution <laughs> okay i gave steve a rock and i said steve throw this rock at the windshield and he said no the glass is gonna shatter i said no it's just gonna split it's just gonna you know spider out and I said, all right, do the back window. And I gave him a rock. We go over to this side <laughs> rear window. Like if you were in the back of the Pontiac Fiero, it'd be like the little mini window that you have that is like a triangle and you yeah, have to like triangle, tilt it out. Yeah. So Steve throws a rock at it and what? it shatters all over Shatters. The place. Oh, shatters hard. 
I would encourage so anyone. Then we buried the glass. It's which we said there's probably worse things buried out here at Extreme yeah. Sandbox over the years. So we had to do that. Then Kelly Hansen came out. Yes. We did a Twin Cities live story. We saw it. I ran over. I elbow dropped Guy Fierro, just the people's elbow from uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And we start to throw rocks at it. And we threw one and it hit the hood. Mm. And then I was like, no, we got to throw it harder. And we hit the hood again. And then I lobbed one up toward the windshield. And this is when I felt like I disappointed DJ Rock Lobster. Because the soul patch has a crack in it the now? The soul patch now has a big crack in <laughs> oh, it. And it really? made a... Yeah. It oh. didn't shatter. It spidered. It didn't spider either. Oh, it did a no. thing in the middle, and it sounded bad, and then we just ran away from it. But that all played out on live TV yesterday. <laughs> Spidered soul patch. That could be our new yeah. band name. <laughs> yeah, or, or album. Album. I think yeah. it might be an album. You, see, the thing about a, a Fiero... Yes. <laughs> Fiero. No. Uh, is that the when you turn the engine on and you mm-hmm. turn the lights on, the the lights pop up oh. the the headlights. Oh, they pop out of those little boxes. Cool. I uh, know, right? Do you think we could start that? They don't have the keys for it. Do you think they know how to hotwire? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> Kenny's here somewhere. Probably. <laughs> That's right. Well, Steve, and then Steve made me go into this limousine yesterday and take a whiff. And you know, I, he's like, oh, my God, it smells so bad. You shouldn't even tell this story. I stick my head in there. I go, I don't, it doesn't smell bad I'm going to be there. the tiebreaker in this. I haven't smelled it. But earlier, Alexis and somebody else was talking about the smell. Steve talked about I the smell. I didn't notice it. Donna did not have allergies. Donna has COVID. Immediately. Oh, my gosh. No, no, she's COVID negative. Okay, are we fine. Sure? No, I'm sure. I'm okay. sure. Uh, anyway, Donna, the fact that you stuck your head... Inside of a limousine that is from the 80s and has visible raccoon prints on it. (laughs) That is true. On the inside, there's a raccoon that has set up shop and is living the bubbly life right now in there. (laughs) Donna puts her head in. And listen, some noses don't work as well as others. I'm guessing yours works pretty good. You had a good sniff. I was like. And it made me think. What does her house smell like? (laughs) You know what I mean? When someone doesn't smell anything and you're thinking. That's rigor mortis that we smell. You I'm going to go smell it in a break. I'll be the tiebreaker. Will here. you? Okay. Yes. All right. Thank you. In the meantime, uh, can we thank some donors? Uh, you, too, can donate by going to mytalk1071.com. Click on Team Donna and Steve. Just follow the prompts. It'll take you to our page where Brianna gave $50 dedicated for Steve, who just finished DR Baby Step 2. What is that? Oh. Number two. Oh, that means that they just finished, uh, uh, like, baby step two in terms of the getting out of debt plan. So that means that oh, they paid off amazing. a bunch of debt. Way to go. Nice. Our, our buddy Dell gave us 25 bucks. Kathy Griffin. Mmm. Kathy Griffin gave $100 in honor of their grandson, Ben. Uh, how do I say the last uh, name? Schusler. Ben Schusler. Yeah, who has Duchenne muscular dystrophy. Oh, um, and, and was they, blessed by Make-A-Wish on a trip to, oh, on a Disney cruise. Oh, that's a fun wish. Steve Patterson gave $500. I gave the $500 because you guys yesterday gave the $500. I issued the challenge, and then we turned 500 into 2000 just like that. Amazing. Carol, thank you for the $100 in honor of all the sick children everywhere. God bless them. Uh, Sharon gave us 50 Tina gave us in memory of her brother who passed away unexpectedly five years ago. We're so sorry for your loss. 
Stephanie gave 50 bucks uh, ded- uh, dedicated to her babies. Addie and Elliot, uh, children deserve the world. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh. Um, we, we really want to uh, top the $30,000 mark. We're at a little shy of 24000 right now. And so our encouragement is, if you know of a family who has experienced uh, illness with one of their little ones, it would be a great day for you to give in honor of them. Maybe shoot them a text message, too, and let them know, hey, was thinking about you guys this morning. Put some money down for Make-A-Wish Minnesota in support of you and other families that are going through a tough time. And on the other end of that spectrum, if you've been fortunate enough to have not encountered a critical illness with one of your little ones when you were raising them or as you're now raising them, uh, you know, give in gratitude that's, of that. And that's exactly what Ann did. She uh, donated $25 for each of her four boys who have been blessed with good health. We've got Mason and Maria. That's from Megan, who dedicated uh, to them. They're grateful to be parents. Uh, you, to us crazies. Uh, this is from Arizona. Hi, Missy. Hi, Missy. Hey, girl. Um, did we mention Rachel, who gave us $500? Oh, Rachel. God Rachel, love you. Rachel, we love you. Uh, and a bonus. When you when you donate on the MyTalk page and you hit donate, it's, I just did it. It takes like two minutes for you to do, and then you're going to feel great the rest of the day having done good. You get access to a private video from Donna Valentine. What? And Steve Patterson. Yeah? Yeah, 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 girl. Yeah? Yeah. Which one? It's from two days ago. We shot a private video for our only for the. Donors. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I saw that. I so saw that, that yes, that pops up, uh, which is a whole and Rocco's in it too. Um, so anyway, uh, we've got a bunch of really good stuff for you. We've got, a, I think, a musical edition of uh, College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Today. There will at least be a musical tiebreaker. A musical tiebreaker. So we will uh, make sure that we get to the tiebreaker. And then coming up in the third hour, we're going to figure out a donation amount for us to do a few songs during the final block of our show, the final <laughs> seven minutes. We're going to see if we can queue up like three different songs. We're going to get the guitar mic'd up today, too. It's going to be a great sing-along. If you would like to make a request yes. that you would like us to sing email us email us don and steve show at mytalk1071.com when we come back uh, uh let's see here here's what uh, we're gonna do oh uh two we have a little food news for you two big mistakes you are making when you're mashing your potatoes and no. thanksgiving is coming and you need to know this is it the club and it's a bargain uh stay with us don and steve experience on my talk hey on the welcome back to the show the we Donna and Steve. The guitar. <laughs> During a commercial break, arguing about the song. Hey, we're we are, uh, we're live at Extreme Sandbox in Hastings for the 11th annual project Down and Dirty. We are getting dirty. I've got a great view of three mounds of dirt as we speak. Yeah. Woo! We're going to be excavating later today. This is the, uh, the truth of it, my dear. Tonight, we will be digging into the ground. We're going to be competing. In giant yellow construction equipment, the stuff that breaks down buildings and builds buildings, all of it will be, oh my gosh, I'm watching Alexis do a spinny (gasps) with a tire right now. She's got a monster truck tire on the scoop of her excavator. We're going to be doing some uh, some tire competitions tonight, kind of Jenga style. So do you guys, I mean, I I think is it all starting to come together? You're going to be Dozer, Donna. Yes. You're going to be excavator, Steve, and now I'm, I've been demoted to mini excavator, I think. No, what I think happened? so. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's what's happening. I think the producers are going to be the mini excavators. I didn't even know that there were many ones. Well, we're going to get trained on them today at like one, the, the producers. Oh. Wow. So I think the three of us somehow are going to be competing against the other 
teams, uh, you know, as the trio of Dozer, Excavator, and Mini Excavator. Oh, my I, gosh. I think that's what's happening. I, uh, I've gotten real good, guys. Really? Really good. I feel like my, you know, last night I was excavating, and they told me I had to get out of the excavator because Steve was doing a TV uh, shoot. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> so and, I lost I lost about a half hour so of training time. So you lost time. training time, yes. and then this morning you find out now you're on the mini excavator. <laughs> it's because of Patterson. He I, just causes no. trouble I everywhere I think Don and Kenny... And maybe maybe Grant are on mini excavator duties. I don't know. I smashed a pumpkin uh, on TV yesterday, which is what we got to do. And what was really fun, I thought. So um, now we'll have to bleep me in the podcast because I know it is sacrilege to even say this stuff out loud. But yesterday on Twin Cities Live, which yesterday. I wasn't on. <laughs> all my troubles seep. Chris See Hockey. See how easy it is? Yeah, my buddy. Chris Hockey from uh, KFan, the Power Trip Morning Show. He was guest co-hosting I for me on him. Twin Cities Live. I saw So yep. I, and I think I've only actually, I, I told him I hadn't met him, but I think I did meet him one time a few years ago, and he was just, you know, super sweet and kind yep. and really great. Anyway, um, I wrote K-Fan on the pumpkin. <laughs> and then I said, listen, we've got love for you guys. You do great work. But my photographer, Seth, said, these are two worlds colliding here. My talk <laughs> and KFan find two stations that are more just like diametrically opposed in terms of the content that we lean into. They're right. sports station. Yes. We're doing that. So anyway, we. I said I got love for you guys, but I must now smash KFan yes. on behalf of my talk. Yes. Please. So a war has started. Oh, good. All right, let's talk mashed potatoes now. <sighs> You know, people are doing things wrong with their mashed potatoes. I don't know if you've ever tried mashing your own potatoes. Of course. Because there is a great there's a great sort of mashed potato that comes out of a cardboard box. No yeah. way. There never. Is. I will never. That's never? disgusting to me. Okay, Donna, I felt that way too. Paul Folger from 5 Eyewitness News came on Twin Cities Live last year. We ate these potatoes, which were just a side Flakes, thing. right? They're just little flaky things that you add. Bleh. I know. I know. Trust me, you think I'm a food snob? Elizabeth Reese is as snobby as food snobs come. I can I can tell you when potatoes are coming from a box. I could too, except for this kind. Now the bummer of me sharing this is I don't remember what brand it was. So I can't tell you, but it was we were gobsmacked when we found out that they were from a box. We could not believe it. So there are shortcuts. But if you do it the old fashioned way, one of the major mistakes, this from lifehacker.com that people make is they mash their potatoes with blades. Nearly every novice potato masher will make this. So you use a food processor or a blender. It seems really efficient. But here's the scientific reason. Or a sword. <laughs> One slice <laughs> at a time. <laughs> but the problem is you're not mashing them at all. You're obliterating them. So instead of fluffy and creamy spuds, you end up with a gluey, yes. gloppy, Mess. Glop, glop. The, the, the glop and the glop, a glop. Schaborgenberg. Glop, glop. Ricers, potato mashers, wooden spoons break up the cooked pieces of potato while keeping the starch molecule. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Intact. Yeah. Fast-moving, super-sharp blades tear those mo molecules 
um, which then the starch mixes with the liquid into your yeah. mash, and it's not good. Yeah, it's not potatoy anymore. The second mistake, okay. putting the peels down the garbage disposal. Oh, yeah, don't do that. And it's for the same scientific reason there. It has to do with those starches. So what happens is they then, getting Get thick. by a blade, it becomes that thick, gluey consistency. And now you're clogging pipes and all sorts of... I've things. unclogged the garbage disposal probably three different times. May I offer that it is a deeply satisfying experience. Okay, great. And let me tell you why. Okay. I can tell when you're trying to get out of the story, and that's when I add I on have questions if I want to talk about potatoes. Well, I'm okay. going to tell you this. Uh, we had potatoes in the, in the disposal. We also had salad. Salad is very bad for a garbage disposal. Um, but anyway, what happens is you go and you have to take the white pipe apart underneath uh, your sink, yes. and then there's a clog. And what you, you have, have to, to shut do... shut the water off first. Uh, no. No, because this is just disposal stuff that's going to oh, be coming gotcha. through. Okay. So it's just a disposal pipe, this PVC, essentially. You pop it open. It now it's there. separated. You get a bowl underneath it, and then you sort of have to cram a couple of fingers inside of the pipe. And once you get enough of it out, and then it just floods in. And it's kind of satisfying. Can you get that vibe? Sure. Like a backup that's suddenly, yes. and then it's spilling into the bucket. I love it. Back to your potato question. You know, you can make really good mashed potatoes without putting anything in them. You don't have to put milk. You don't have to put butter. You don't have to put cream. You don't have to put cheese. If you just mash the potato and change the consistency and then just put salt and pepper, beautiful. I and you're saving agree. a lot of calories, too. I agree. Thank I you. agree with that. Um, I made a three cheese baked mashed potatoes huh. we have that recipe at twincitieslive.com Ooh, do the twice baked that's even better that does sound really good oh don't you just mash them put them in the potato and then put it back in the oven and i forget what i had to do but it was a, a meal that was made for us on twin cities live that i was so taken by it was one of maybe only two times in seven years on that show that i actually went home and made the thing wow that people made you're my best friend thank you <laughs> clump, clump. It's a clump and a clump. Um, should we raise some money, guys? Yeah, we would love it if you would go right now to mytalk1071.com. Click on the Donate button on Project Down and Dirty's page. It's so easy for you to give to Make-A-Wish Minnesota. We're just about $5,000 away from our uh, $30,000 threshold, which we would love to cross. And you can make it happen. Yeah, just just go. Donate. Just go to the website. You're going to feel so good, especially if today is payday like it is for a lot of us. Yeah, girl. I mean, how cool to like end your week just by giving to a really great organization. Make-A-Wish Minnesota doing great things. Cassie gave 50 bucks in honor of her daughter who always says... Are you listening to Donna and Steve again? <laughs> uh, Becca and Daniel the Painter, thank you so much. Uh, they want some presidential voice impersonations for their donation, though, okay? Absolutely. Uh, in memory of uh, Jackson, Deborah, thank you for your donation. Call us now. We're going to play a little game. College of Pop Culture Knowledge, 651-641-1071. If you bet on the correct person who you think is going to win, you'll win a prize. And we're back. 
Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve Experience live from Extreme Sandbox in Hastings for the 11th annual Project Down and Dirty, this one, Construction. Don't forget, tickets are still available. You can go to mytalk1071.com. There's also a a package that you can buy, kind of doing exactly what we're doing, but uh, half of the proceeds are going to go to our charities. Yeah, it's a really fun event. We have now done it, and so if you did this and really shook up your date night, could make for a great gift idea as we get a little bit closer to the holidays. You'll get the same experience uh, that we've been having here in the afternoons when we go out there. A whole lot of fun, a really great experience. And then half goes to help our friends at Extreme Sandbox, and the other half, these wonderful charities that we've partnered up with. Uh, our, char- uh, our charity. Jordy, is sure. Somebody a- wanted presidential impersonations. <laughs> go ahead, George yeah. W. <laughs> sure, charity. Make-A-Wish Minnesota, by the way. Uh, can you give another one? I keep going back. Laura and I have been social distancing for years. <laughs> I, always, I, I have go-to things that help to get me into the wheelhouse uh, okay. of them. You know? uh, how about uh, it's uh, Tremendous? Tremendous, frankly, this is a great place. Uh, manufacturing is, it's very big. Many people say big as it's ever been. I don't know. Good. I don't do them as yeah, often anymore. Let's play a game. Right, Come I'm on. scared. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. That's right. I want to see how smart you are. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little personal uh, trivia question today because last night I saw Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Elvis Costello oh, at the that's First right, Avenue Rocco. Main Room. Oh, I and yeah, and I, when I woke up and read the Chris Raymond Schneider's review this morning, I, I guess it didn't even occur to me that he was a Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. And it led me to wonder how many Rock and Roll Hall of Famers have I seen at the First Avenue Main Room? Oh, this is good. And uh, let me see. Oh, I think I get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Not including. I never saw Prince play, but I did once accidentally um, almost step on him on the stairs to the bathroom no. during a Terrence Trent Darby show. No. <laughs> I think so, I was at that show. <laughs> that was a good show. Yeah. So I think I saw. Oh I've God. seen eight. Um, Eight Rock and Roll Hall of Famers at the Did you say, main room? Ex- excuse me, Prince? Uh, no, I was just like, ah, <laughs> you know. Um, uh, so I'm going to quiz you on three of them, maybe four, if we get to a tiebreaker. Uh, Shall we see who we've got yeah, on the let's line? let's see. Is, we got somebody there, Rachel? Yep, we've got Leaf on the line. Leaf. Leaf. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, good. we're good. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful Friday. Clomp, clomp, clomp. Hey, clomp is catching on. Oh, I'm telling you, if it was a state fair right now, the shirt would be so easy. The shirt would be a clomp, clomp, clomp. So I'm going to be quizzing these two on uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Famers who have played the First Avenue Main Room that I was in attendance for. Um, you know, these are Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. They should know this, but who do you think will know more about Rock and Roll Hall I, of Famers? I think that Donna might know more, but I might be able to help Steve out more. Leave I baby. Might have a little bit more uh, clomp, clomp. time on her belt. All right, get out of here, Donna. All right, there goes All right, Donna. I'm going to have Leaf, do Leaf stuff. remind me, uh, you are Canadian, no? Norwegian. Norwegian. Wonderful. Live in Maple Grove, but I'm, I'm Norwegian. Well, uh, Maple but. Grove, the Canada of the Northwest suburbs. Is Do you have say. thoughts on uh, Swedish supergroup ABBA's uh, first album in 40 years coming out today? 
Nerfing, nerfing, nerfing here. Oh, Chef Morgan Bar. He's a club, a club. All right. I believe Abba's in the Hall of Fame, and I don't they think they've ever be. played the, the main room. I don't think All they right. ever will. They're not touring, right? They're just like, screw it. We're going to make one album, do a hologram thing, and we're out of here. That's about it. Yes, correct. Wow. All right. I'm going to quiz uh, Steve now, um, and it's going to start like this. In May of 1992, while my uh, friends and I were enjoying this group's Skills to Pay the Bills tour, my friend Shane got kicked in the head by a stage-diving Adam Yauk, otherwise known as MCA, a rapper from what Hall of Fame trio? Say the very beginning of the question. Well, uh, 92, skills to pay the bills. Skills to pay, yeah. MCA. He was MCA. a rapper for who? Um, pass. Uh, the Donna and Steve experience has DJ Rock Lobster. Who did Run DMC have as a DJ? Uh, DJ, was it? It was Rev Run a DJ? No, uh, it was D, it was DMC. And uh, can you name the band from Rockford, Illinois, whose biggest hit was 1979's "I Want You to Want Me"? I want you to want me. That's uh. That's going to be for Leaf. Leaf, welcome to the party. We might need Leaf on all of these. <laughs> I'm getting that I feeling. got Beastie Boys number one. <laughs> all right. Uh, one Run DMC's one. DJ was. Is it Run? No. I, 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 what are you going to do? Uh, the DJ, of course, is the guy in the back spinning the records, while the two guys up front would be the MCs. Yeah. Um, man, it was not Run. It was not Rev Run. Was um, it D, maybe? If he said the rest are MC. DJD, no man. You know what? That's a trick question. We, and here's a here's a what I can guarantee to you right now, Leaf. Donna's not going to get that one. So let's pretend that's not even a question. <laughs> this morning, uh, what about question three? Question I want three. You to want Band me. from Rockford, Illinois, whose biggest hit was 1979's "I Want You to Want Me." It's not Stray Cats, but I feel like it's up that avenue. It is two syllables. Dum dum. <laughs> Here now with "I Want You to Want Me." It's I'm done. Man, go, go. <laughs> I don't know. Lee. All right, I'll go get done. Whatever. Hopefully, it turns this. into a uh, tiebreaker because there's a little um, thing that Rocco's going to have me do musically if that ends up happening. So we will stand by for that. Leaf, what's next on your agenda today, my friend? I just finish out the workday, enjoy the weekend. Looks like it's going to be a nice weather, so I'll try to get outside and enjoy it. What line of work are you in, Leaf? I saw walking coolers and freezers. Oh, nice. Turn that mic on over there, Donna. Yeah, just click it up. Thank you, my friend. Welcome back, Donna. Uh, how's life out there? How's the uh, collective spirit of the My Talk team? Uh, you know, it's pretty good. Thanks for asking. Um, everybody seems like real chill. There are some mini excavators outside that I was watching. It's very interesting stuff. How'd you do? Not well. Perfect. Okay. Not tough. even with the help of Leaf? No, Leaf was a, he was all optimism he was dead and no huh? substance. Yeah, yep, I figured as much. Um, all right, I gave a couple hands here and there, too, so maybe I'll do the same for you. We'll I start with know. this I don't one. Like th I don't like that. Donna, it was May of 1992. Was it? Uh, me, a... I think my buddy Shane, his brother Lance, so we went to see this band at first half. You'll never guess what happened to Shane. <laughs> it was the Skills to Pay the Bills tour, and my friend Shane got kicked in the head by a stage-diving Adam Yauk, otherwise known as MCA, a rapper from what Hall of Fame trio? Uh, Beastie Boys. The Donna and Steve experience has DJ Rock Lobster. Who did Run DMC have as a DJ? Oh, uh, pass for now. Band from Rockford, Illinois, whose biggest hit was 1979's I Want You to Want Me. 
That is a cheap trick. I want you. Oh. <laughs> I need you to need me. You don't even need I this love to win. No, 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 uh, I don't know. The second one is uh, Run DMC and uh, DJ... DJ Clump. Clump, Clump. It was the late uh, Jason Mazzell, a.k.a. Jam Master J. Yes. Jam Master J. Still an unsolved murder. Oh, wow. wow. Terrible story. Um, well, it was two to one Donna. That means Leaf loses. I did prepare... Or at least I think I did. I asked Steve to learn a few chords. Yeah, I, I'm just, okay. For the tiebreaker. Well, he's um, going to know the answer if he's right. Not really, because no. Um, uh, no, like Rocco just has me playing chords, like. Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sing a song uh, of a band that I saw in about I don't know 1990. Six ninety-five, something like that. All right, and they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And the when you know the song, when you know the band, sing it out. Are you ready to play those chords? Steve? I don't know. The, uh, yeah, let's say it goes G B. So, okay, so um, when I say when I point to you, hit that G. Ready? Okay. But I'm a creep. Radiohead. Yep. There you go. Thank <laughs> That's you. Steve. All we need to do. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here. Why? How was, that? was that the C minor? That's it right there. Why? I don't belong here. Why not? Because I'm a creep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here. I don't belong here. Radiohead, Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah, let's give Leaf a t-shirt All or right. Congratulations, Leaf. Even though you lost, we love you. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Have a good weekend. Yay. Woo-hoo-hoo. In case you were wondering, the other Rock and Roll Hall of Fame bands I've seen at first have, uh, Parliament Funkadelic. Oh, love oh their gosh. work. And um, All the laws they've passed. Cindy Elvis Lopper. Costello. And uh, my internet went down. I can't remember. Oh. Loppy. Lop, lop, lop. Cindy Lop. Lop, lop. Oh, here it is. Uh, Foo Fighters <laughs> and Public Enemy. Ooh, those are good oh. ones. Yeah. Yeah, we should play a Foo Fighter song. Hey, you know what? We're taking your request right now. Go to uh, Don and Steve's show at mytalk1071.com. You can tweet us as well. We're going to sing a, a, a song that, that you want to hear. The final segment of our show, if mm. we get to our, we need to get to $30,000. We have yeah, got to get up to thirty grand. Are. And we're a little over, uh, we're just at about $25,000. So we need you to go and donate. We're trying to raise money for Make-A-Wish Minnesota for kids who are facing critical illness. And they need a wish granted to lift their spirits. It benefits them. It benefits their families. Often we hear about a boost in their recovery after they have a wish granted. Just imagine the emotional lift that that is. So would you please consider donating for the families who are going through this right now, knowing that that money will be put to good use. Make-A-Wish Minnesota is local. They need local donations to grant local wishes, and you can help. Yes, absolutely. Somebody made a donation for, uh, dedicated to the rebel child that lives within you, Steve. Yeah. Kim gave a uh, hundred bucks in honor of her sweet pup Suki, who passed away yesterday. Oh, Suki. I'm so sorry. Oh man. Um, let's see here. A hundred dollars dedicated uh, in memory of our daughter Karen. Oh, so yeah. sorry for your loss. Thank you so much for that. Uh, my nephew who received a wish through Make a Wish. That's from Nicole. Thank you. Uh, and Brooke wanted to dedicate. 
um, to her niece, Abby, who beat leukemia at yes. a young age. She was a Make-A-Wish recipient. Wonderful. She, uh, oh, your, your message cuts off at some at a certain point, but she went on to do really great things and play collegiate um, sports. Oh, my. So Great. Thank you, everybody. Go and donate. Find the donate button. It's so easy. Go to mytalk1071.com. Click donate. We would just love for you to help us with uh, with what we have got going on, which is a lot of great stuff. Hey, also, while we've uh, got your ear here, my friends, uh, shout out to our partners at Dean Home Services, who Dean's Home Services stepped up. They said, hey, we got $2,000. We would like to put toward that good cause, which is great as a part of Project Down to Dirty Construction. Thank you. Go to uh, mytalk1071.com again, keyword project. Woohoo! We got to go. Uh, but we're going to come back. And when we do, what do you want to do? Would you like to play a bit of a Christmas trailer? Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a new Christmas movie. Uh, we'll get Rachel to pull it up um, uh, back at the studio. A Christmas movie that I think children of the 80s are really going to enjoy especially if you like neil patrick harris uh we'll tell you what we're talking about when we come back it's don and steve on my talk (laughs) oh Oh. man we are live at extreme sandbox for project down and dirty our 11th year this year it is pd and d construction (laughs) which means we are going to be uh competing against one another tonight out here at extreme sandbox and hastings we're going to be doing i know one of the events has to do with monster truck tire stacking. And we're looking out a window right now, and you can see it on our live stream. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see us, first of all. Hello. Hello. And then you can also see out the window where uh, Alexis is the one in the excavator right now, and she is lifting up tires. And the objective is you have to stack these tires, and it is much more difficult than you would think, which shows you Mm. the skills, the motor skills, the coordination, the... The, 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 the mental dexterity required to operate these machines at a high level. You know what this is? It's like that, that claw game that, you know, there's stuffed animals that you can win, that type of thing. And, but she's doing it with like a two-ton tire. Yeah. She's trying to pick it up and win it. Way to go. She's doing a great job. We are at $24,942 right now. Thank you to the donations that just came in. I think we went up $300 during the commercial break. Amazing. Uh, Lori's dedicating her donation to all of us. Thank you. Um, Mary is donating on behalf of all the little guys who are so brave every day. Thanks for making life their life a little happier uh this is for make-a-wish minnesota of course uh dedicated to all the make-a-wish kids from Lindsay and john uh and their families and to us oh thanks oh sheree gave us oh man a hundred bucks joan all the anonymous donors uh we really appreciate you guys we're gonna have uh something special coming up at 11 o'clock i think you just have to stay tuned, okay? Oh, are we going to do it? Don't worry about it. Okay, no, Don't no. worry about okay, it. No, no. All right, what's this Christmas trailer that we're... Look, I don't, I've never heard of this movie, and then I heard about it last night, watched the trailer, and I thought, you know, I think I would like it. I thought, I bet you DJ Rock Lobster would like it. He's a clown by And then I thought, maybe even if we catch her in a good mood, Donna might like it, too. Oh. The movie is called Eight... Bit Christmas. Mm-hmm. Eight bit. And it is. <laughs> I don't think that was going to like it. The it's, number eight? Sure. Yes. 
Oh, so okay, yeah, this is probably going to be a miss if we needed that <laughs> clarification. Uh, in this trailer that we'll listen to, you're going to hear Neil Patrick Harris Doogie. talking with his child, Barney, <laughs> about uh, what Christmas is like when he was a kid in the craze for the Nintendo. Listen to this. Every kid has that one gift they want more than anything for Christmas. This is the story of mine. Bookends? They have baseballs on them. I see that. No, not those. Nintendo. A maze of rubber wiring and electronic intelligence so advanced it was deemed not a video game, but an 8-bit entertainment system. No Nintendo in my house. I second that. Looks like a no-go on Nintendo. <laughs> I needed a Christmas miracle. Year was 1987, or was it 88? Super Bowl was in 86. Okay, does it really matter, Dad? <laughs> okay. The year was the late 80s. I was 11 <laughs> years old. Did you wear a helmet? Yeah, we always wore helmets in the 80s. Me and my friends would do anything just to play one. Any of you huddle masters want to play? What have you brought me? I got a golf money. It's the final. So here's the cool thing. Uh, we can bring this down. What's cool about this, if you watch the whole thing, is it is a lot of throwback to the 80s. Gives you Stranger Things vibes in just the look of it all, the period piece. And it just feels throwback, retro, and it's about the hunt for the Nintendo. And then one kid in your neighborhood would get it. Mm -hmm. Everybody wanted to go to his or her place after school. And there's a scene where that kid is standing on his porch and the street is filled up. With classmates, that's and funny. that's what he says. What have you brought me? That's cute. And then they're trying to offer him things just so they can get in and play Contra that's with cute. him. And you're yeah. gonna hate it, Donna. No, I'm not gonna watch it, but it sounds real cute for you. It looks fun, Rocco. Yeah. yeah, And I mean, I, I, my Christmas miracle came earlier in the, you know, evolution of video games. I wanted the ColecoVision like oh, in '82 sure. or something. Oh. And then my son wanted Xbox, you know, in I 2015 just, or whatever. I don't even know what you called them, but they, they were little handheld early, early, th you know. Pong? Like, before not, Game Boy. A little bit better than Pong, yes, before Game Boy. Like, there would be a basketball game. Oh, like game. the Mattel, yeah, I had yeah, those. Yeah, so, you know, at some point you, you memorize the first sure. basket. You know, yep. you're like, up, up, side, side, mm -hmm. up, down, For sure. shoot. Yeah, they re-released those as sort of retros um, oh, recently. Oh, I would love to yeah, have one of out. those. But yeah, I had hockey, I had soccer, football, and then there was yes. football two. Oh wow, football yeah. two. Yeah, it was better. It was the green one. <laughs> yeah, not if you liked one, you'll <laughs> love football two. Do you remember the game? Um, speaking of like childhood and ancient tech, that just seems so great. It certainly seemed that way back then, and I feel like if we saw it today, we'd still like it. The football game, where the whole table vibrated, and then oh yeah, you'd set your players up. And then yeah. you would run a play, and it was just yeah. like they would sort of like vibrate around almost. Yeah, I remember I had that, and nobody ever liked You wanted it because it looked so cool. <laughs> it looked cool. And then you got it, and it was terrible. Can't, did you guys play with the football made out of paper? And you'd paper like football. flick it? Yes. Not and you only. just use your table as the, the field? Let yeah. me give a shout-out to my fifth-grade teacher, Mr. T, no. who, when it what? was nice outside, Mr. T, <laughs> he set up a flag football league for the, the, the warm months outside, and it was great. And by the way, I went to a... For the eight kids in your one-room schoolhouse. Yes, yeah, Steve graduated top ten in his eight-person class. <laughs> 
Listen, when I was in fifth grade, we had like 20 kids. I was just another number. I mean, it was it hardly knew everybody's name. But it was funny because it was a, a Christian school. And so uh, the team names were like Moses Men, Noah's Boas, all of these like <laughs> biblical team names. But we would do the full season, go into playoffs and everything. And when the weather got cold, he set up a paper football league. So every day oh, during cool. recess, if you wanted to opt in, you could. Half the class did. Half the class was just doing other things. And we would play officiated paper football games that's it fun. was so stinking uh, fun i gotta play paper were, football with my I kids i love to play too thanks no i don't feel <laughs> like these were simpler times you don't seem like a noah's boas type <laughs> you're right i'd be like you know Beelzebub, but whatever his name is Beelzebub. 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 you're thinking beetlejuice yeah well different different but, but the same kind of uh, hey, donate just because we're stupid. And if you if you <laughs> listen to the stupidity that is the Don and Steve experience and want to help us help a great cause, we're getting a just top $25,000 for Make-A-Wish Minnesota. Uh, thank you so much for these donations. We really want to get to $30,000 by the time that we go off the air.